Welcome back to Scouring the Depths, the show where we delve deep into the dark, endless, gore-ridden chasm known as heavy music. My name is Joseph. And I'm Nathan. And we are your hosts, welcoming you to part two of our Best of 2022 countdown. Um, we're going to kind of go back to normal length for this episode. Last week, we went ahead and did a, a supersize. Supersize me. Yeah. Uh, special edition where we ran through our 20 through 11. And tonight, we're going to be going through our 10 through 6 before uh, at the end of the month where we unveil our top fives. It's going to be a scary one. I think I say that a lot. I think it's going to be scary. I mean, you're not wrong. It's, it's always a scary time. It's very us. scary. Yeah. yeah. So what scared you this week? <laughs> Gee, uh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh, man, this is getting off to a great start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, we, we got some really uh, some tasty things to talk about uh, this week. And so I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It's uh yeah, it's been a, I mean, I keep saying that it's been a crazy year and, and whatnot, but, you know, let's just get right into it then. Let's jump into it. Yeah. What are we at? Number 10? Yeah. Do we want <clears throat> to run through our 20 through 11s as a recap or should we save that for the end? Uh, I think we can do like, what do you think? I'm torn. I am too. Let's just do a recap real quick. Okay, yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, you want to just do twenty, twenty, and then go back and forth? Uh, want... we... how about we just take turns, just okay. listing them? As you can tell, everyone, we're really playing this. <laughs> yeah, really... we knew we we knew exactly what we were going to talk about today. Yeah. So, um, I guess I'll start um, with my twenty through eleven. Um, the first one is Septic Flesh, and with their album. Called Modern Primitive, number 20. Number 19 was in Abstract Illusion, which with their album Woe. My number 18 was Norma Jean with Death Rattle Sing for Me. Number 17 was Faceless Burial at the Foothills. Number 16 was Soul Glow, Who Gonna Be My Ass, which is what it should actually be called. <laughs> um, I'm just going to leave it at that. It's a big uh, question. Yeah. But yeah, go check out Soul Glow. Um, number 15 is Birds in a Row with their album uh, Gris Glane. And uh, number 14 is the one album I can't pronounce. Oh, yeah. Zompantli Glas Kal Tilitsli. That's the one. Um, I don't know if I'm really doing it right <clears throat> either, but that's that's the best I can do. Yeah, I know the TZ is like, it's it, the T is silent. I know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, that's number 14. Number 13 is Halo uh, by Amorphous. Uh, number 12 is Kemp Far, <clears throat> Till Glover's Talked. And my number 11 was Rolo Tomasi with their album Where Myth Becomes Legend, I believe. is what. This sounds right. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, Rolo Tomasi's new album. So that's Alrighty. my number 20 through 11. Boom. All right. My 20 was Morbific, Squirm Beyond the Mortal Realm. My 19 was also Zompantli, Klaus Kaltzlitzli. That number one. 18 was Doldrum, The Knocking. 
17 was Candy with Heaven is Here. 16 is Garia Mirage. And 15 was Cloud Rat with Threshold. 14, I had Dreadnought with the Endless. 13 was It's Time to Rise from the Grave from Undeath. 12, Phobophilic, Enveloping Absurdity. 11, Ken Mode, Null. And that leaves us to where we are today. We're at number 10 now. Number 10. Top 10 is on its on its way. Yeah, we're just about ready to, to send this year packing. But we got some business to do first. Mm-hmm. And what'd that business be? Well, it's uh, it's your turn, buddy boy. Uh-oh. Number it's number 10 time. Yeah. All right. So number 10 is a band that I actually don't really know much about. But um, crazily enough, uh, this is a band that has really kind of put a lot of uh, faces uh, turning uh, for the year. And I'm talking about the band called Disillusion with oh. their album, I Am. This one I did not hear. It is fantastic. Nice. They're a German progressive band, uh, metal band that's got some like mellow death in there as well. Um, and then I guess some black metal moments, but it really is like a progressive uh, metal like venture uh, through and through. Nice. But um, very much like progressive metal bands, uh, there are insanely long tracks. <laughs> um, and this one al- uh, opens up with a, a really fantastic one. Uh, Am Abgrund. So, but it just, I mean, everything about this album just speaks so beautifully together. Um, in fact, the first time I heard this, I actually did not really, I was listening to the first track and I, I wasn't really sold on the vocals because oh. honestly, it weirdly reminded me of creator, which I am a fan of. Interesting. Um, but creator, I'm more of a fan in the thrash context, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, the, the vocals kind of match the, the the instrumentation yeah and with this one in particular it, it wasn't something that really meshed with me just yet and then like once it started going and and further went through it i'm like okay i actually i actually really like these vocals okay um so it definitely was not a love at first bite and first listen uh but it's definitely an album that like is an immense journey and uh and i i think um this is the best album that they've put out at least according to um, a lot of people who are fans of this band, uh, mm-hmm. in the, you know, um, in the, like the last 18 years is kind of what people are saying, which is when they put out their debut in 2004. So it's, it's a long time coming. Uh, they only have four albums and this is the fourth one. So there's not very much in between that. And, uh, they've been taking some breaks. So, but yeah, it's definitely a band that I recommend everyone listen to. I know I mentioned earlier, an abstract illusion. Um, I even like highlighted like Opeth and the Oblivious Scaras as well. Obviously, those two bands haven't put anything out this year or 2022. But if you like those types of things in a more progressive um, death metal sense, Disillusion Ayam is a phenomenal record. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, lately, I've been feeling more in the mood for that sort of thing. So I definitely need to check this one out. Yeah. I think you dig it a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's my number 10. Sick. Alrighty. Well, my number 10 is probably my favorite, uh, what I will call a, a band camp discovery. Uh, this is one that I've seen on the uh, the bestsellers 
uh, page for metal. Like, it's one that I would see on there a lot, like towards the very top, just for like several weeks in a row. And it's just like, huh, all right, I need to, I need to listen to this. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's one of those albums that I think just has, uh, pretty much everything in it. <laughs> um, the band is Autonosis. And the album is called Moon of Foul Magics. And you could probably say that these guys, you know, at their at their base, they're a black and thrash band. But there are all sorts of different sounds and ideas at play here. Um, there's a lot of melo- there's a lot of melody. It's very melodic at times. It reminds me a lot of like, you know, some of the stuff that we've talked about on the show before, like Dark Tranquility or In Flames. Um, but it also has that black metal, like speed metal intensity to it. Um, but it also just has like moments of like, you know, uh, quiet and like acoustic instrumental stuff and, you know, atmosphere. And then all of a sudden there aren't very many, but there are a few. And when they hit, they really hit hard. There's some moments on here that are like some really like, there's like mosh parts in there too. They mm-hmm. somehow find room for for like some like really crazy like just heavy fun groovy stuff to to throw in and that just comes out of nowhere when you least expect it. And so yeah, this album um I have another Black and Thrash album that I'll get to shortly, but and that one I would say is more, you know, probably not as uh sprawling and um you know epic like this album is like you know it's over an hour long it feels like this crazy opus which is wild because i think this is this band's second record um but yeah um while i may have that other album a little higher this album definitely is like the peak for this style this year i would say um yeah it's a it's a fascinating listen that I recommend to anyone if that at all sounded enticing and you haven't heard this yet. That's Autonosis with Moon of Foul Magics. Yeah, I, have, I haven't heard this one. Um, and based on what you've described, it, it sounds very much up my alley. Yeah. So um, sounds like a really fun ride where, I, I mean, a long, honestly, a long ride would be fantastic to just engulf on this whole thing. Yeah, it's 66 minutes long. I think the first track is 13 minutes. I love I love when albums put out a yeah. their first track is like the longest song on the yeah. whole album. And then the next song, the second track is like this three minute long, just like straight ripper. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's always they, great. Yeah, they know what they're doing. It's yeah, it's a really cool album. Noise. Well, that's a that's a great choice. And I'm excited to listen to it. So um, kind of going back to the progressive side okay. of things um, okay. is my number nine. And uh, this is a band that I remember a couple years ago hearing an EP from them, actually, and just hearing like just some singles uh, and really didn't really know much about them, per se, uh, because they were just kind of getting their feet wet. Yeah. And this band is called uh, Kardashev. Oh. And Kardashev has a new band, an album called Liminal Right that came out this year. And it really just threw me for the loop. Um, As you can probably already tell, I'm a big progressive metal fan 
and I also really like death metal and that combination um, kind of mixed with some metalcore moments uh, is just it's a lot of fun for me. Um, and this this band has like I, I honestly think he this is one of the the kind of the like better lead singers at least when it comes in terms of clean vocals uh-huh. um, that is in metal today. And um, I don't have his name in front of me, but like I am just I'm blown away by like the transitions because he can he can growl and then he can just do um, you know the vocal fry harsh vocals into like the clean the clean vocals that are just like angelic and it just. I mean the, that that's the stuff that really has always sold me in metal is the kind of the the duality of it all, and I I just love that. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, Liminal Right is majority is like seventy five percent of its brutality, twenty five percent of it is that that nice bliss um, kind of calming thing that you'll get into it. Um, this band uh, kind of blends some things in together. Uh, they're almost like just imagine like a, a death metal version of death heaven okay. in a way so it's more more gaze like black gaze intriguing um but but it's death gaze right so it's like just this combination of that and, and it there's a lot of really subtle moments that are just there it's very layered and very textured and i think that's what makes us such a an enjoyable listen to is yeah. it, it just it flows really really well and i you can definitely tell that they crafted this with a lot of intention and um, they've actually put out a lot of EPs in the past, and this is actually the, only their second album. And okay. so um, they're a fairly newish band. They've only been around kind of since the early 2010s. And so, you know, they haven't been around that long, but they're definitely make, making an impression. And uh, I love this record. I've listened to it a lot. And uh, and, and it's just a, it's a feel-good record for me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one that I had heard about. And I'm just continually said, oh, I need to listen to that at some point. I need to get to that one. And then <laughs> here we are. And I just, ne- I just never, it never uh, broke through to where I, I actually did what I wanted to do and check it out. But the cool thing is that it's We're not, talking about it. Yeah. And it's not going to go away or anything. So, Mm-mm. yeah, that's uh, something I'll definitely have to remember because, yeah. All of what you said about it was very intriguing, uh, but I'm especially intrigued by the death metal ver- variation on like the death the death heaven sound. It's very interesting, and I don't know if that's really, I don't know if that's really been done before. Yeah, I mean it 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 has moments. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's it sounds like death heaven, mm-hmm. but it's got it's it's got its moments. So okay. you know there are, there's some some flashes in there, which is nice. If you're a fan of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Recommend it. Interesting. Oh, very. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, my number nine is uh, we're staying in the black metal realm here. And um, I like uh, that I just used the word realm because I feel like this album has a very, uh, it's the kind of album you would want to put on while you play Skyrim or something like that. Pause row, duh. <laughs> <clears throat> oh boy. Had to uh, put it out there. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's an album from one of my current favorite black metal bands. That is Vanum with Legend. Um, 
I know some people uh, thought that this record was kind of lackluster compared to some of the other black metal albums that have come out this year, which I definitely can understand. Um, There's been a really, you know, a lot of really great ones. Um, We didn't even mention the Black Braid album that came out this year, which was, you know, probably one of the more buzzed about albums of 2022 and deservedly so. But this one, I just love that it has that like, uh, that like battle and like fantasy kind of vibe to it, which is sort of reminiscent of like a band like Immortal, but not really as like, you know, it's not as uh, not as cheesy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, yeah, I would say that. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, Venom, especially on this album, um, they kind of play more in line with like the mid tempo sort of sound. Which I know for a lot of people, like if black metal doesn't have like the blast beats and like the really intense riffing in it, it doesn't, it just kind of loses them or just sounds dull to them. But to me, I just really love how like it has that tone, it has that feel to it. And it's just like, it just, yeah, it it's just like a whole, it's very immersive in like a way that. Uh, while it may not be like the most like intense and like you know experience but it's one that you can definitely like really sink into an album that i would say is very similar to this one is the wolves in the throne room album from last year mm-hmm. um which was probably my my album of the year for metal um it has a lot of that kind of vibe to it where it just like has those moments of just like really of just like real power and like I feel like this is a good example of like metal serving as like pure escapism and uh yeah I really love this band I love what they did on their last album Ageless Fire and I love that they kind of toned it down a little bit even more on this one and just like really let their songs breathe and like really hit those really big triumphant moments really hard and yeah it's a very memorable memorable record for me and one that I return to a lot. So I had to make sure it was on here. Yeah. No, I, I've only listened to it once, but I do, do remember enjoying it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you speaking about it um, in, in terms of wolves in the throne room. I, I think that it intrigues me more to return to it and kind of obviously not compare it to that, but yeah, you know, it, it gives me the idea of to be like, Hey, I should probably check this out again. Yeah. Those two albums, like mm. just, in terms of like tone, they have a very similar vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Well, they may not have the same like sound. I would say that like there's like a kinship between the two. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and it's a particular style that like really draws me in for whatever reason. Um, yeah, no, it, it honestly feels primordial. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean that's the that's the type of black metal that I enjoy the most. Yeah, is the one that has this almost feels like you're trapped in like a really deep cave. Yeah. You're just hearing these, these crazy sounds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess we're to number eight now. Yes. I, I, I've had a string of albums and a lot of these albums are in the progressive metal realm. Uh Um, And it's once again, I mean, it's your zone. Yeah, it's my zone right now. Um, we're, we'll switch it up a little bit. Don't worry. 
Um, don't worry, guys. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. We got this. We have. We have it. Okay. Um, so this band uh, has been on a roll every year that they've put out an album, and um, I, I think this is probably my favorite uh, of this type of genre. And I'm talking about a. It's a progressive folk metal record, and it is Wilderun with their album Epicon. Oh. Epic, like Epic Gone. Yeah. Um, so so nah. this band I have been a big fan of ever since um, right after, uh, or actually right before their second album came out in 2015, Sleep at the Edge of the Earth. And I really loved Veil of Imagination, which came out in 2019, which I still think is their best record that they put out. Um, but obviously... <laughs> Coming from that to Epigon, uh, it's still uh, it's a it's it's an adventure. You're gonna go in there. You're gonna listen to an epic sprawl of a record where you're gonna be you know cast like you're gonna be cast into this this realm where you're gonna be cascading you know through these different tones up and down. Very much similar to what I was mentioning earlier with the previous two albums I just mentioned, where you're going to be hearing a lot of harsh vocals mixed in with clean vocals but also at the same time you're just you're going on a journey um you know i mentioned opeth again in an abstract illusion i had mentioned earlier um what more can you say but this is a lot more on the folkier side of things and by that i mean it 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 sounds a little bit more uh european even though this band is from boston actually Hmm. uh of all places interesting it, they sound like a European um, band. I would, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that they were from the states. Yeah, um, but it, it is interesting. Um, but like, they really know how to like thrust you into a world. It definitely feels, you know, you you mentioned earlier with the black metal realm. Yeah. Um, this is another thing where it's like this is like the lighter version of that, where it's like you can go on adventures in a Middle Earth type of role like this is like this would be like my my fantasy record of of the year for going on quests this is a quest album yes you gotta follow your nose mm-hmm. don't please don't kellogg's don't get us <laughs> um or whoever puts out those things um <laughs> anyway um will the run yeah go check out this album uh it, it's like i said it's it's one that'll take some time and uh it, if you get invested into it, I mean, that that would be the theme of my last few choices is like, check these albums out as a whole. And they're just, they just flow very, very well. So yeah. Nice. Epicon. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of like that you're, you're throwing out all of these more pro, uh, progressive stuff out there because like I mentioned, like I'm typically not, you know, I'm not, that's not really, that's not my zone. If we're, we're talking zones still, mm-hmm. Um, but you know, lately I've just been more in that kind of mood, uh, more in the mood for, you know, albums that have like that kind of immersive feeling that kind of take you to like another place and also just have like, it's this cool balance of different styles and different like harsh and clean vocals and stuff like that. So yeah, I like, uh, I think it's cool that have all of these in mind to to go to uh when i'm feeling when i'm feeling uh like i am currently where i'm 
wanting more stuff like that to listen to instead of, you know, the other uh, more brutal stuff that I usually listen to. Mm-hmm. It's nice to balance everyone. That's that's the message that we're sending. Yeah. Hey, get, get a good healthy dose of get your feelings, your emotions, get your heavy on, get your cleans, you know, just enjoy the whole the whole ride of this whole entire genre. Get your freak on. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Alrighty. Shit, we're on eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number eight, sort of like how Soul Glow gave us a big question with their album, "Who Gonna Be My Ass." My number eight also poses a question that has stuck with me, and I'm sure has stuck with anyone who has heard this album. Why do people have to live outside? Ooh, why? Of course, I'm talking about Chat Pile, God's Country. Um, and it's interesting kind of comparing them to Solo because comparisons are very few, obviously. Right. But they are also another band that has really exploded this year, um, gotten like really big uh, widespread uh, recognition in the indie alternative scene and i think that is very deserved for both bands of course in the case of chat pile they it's an album that i would not say is very accessible but it's an album that very upfront like addresses some very real things uh really taps into a vein that is very raw right now and that a lot of people can probably uh, the anger contained in these songs is a very real sensation that I'm sure a lot of people are very familiar with. And I think that that's what has made this album so universally uh, embraced Acclaimed so much. And, yeah. Yeah. People because even, yeah, even if this isn't really your sort of thing, uh, you mm-hmm. can't deny like how much they like really, do a great job of just um, exemplifying just like this feeling of just disgust with the world <laughs> that I'm sure a lot of us have and just frustration and fear. Um, yeah. Uh, it's one of the most unique albums of this year for sure. Uh, I think they describe themselves um, as a, yeah death grunge which is a very interesting uh tag i know a lot of people would probably describe this as like noise rock or sludge or that sort of thing oh even like hardcore and yeah a like post hardcore that sort of yeah yeah and um you know all of those things would be accurate for sure but i think it's really cool that they're able to be like like a sort of mystery like what are these guys yeah it's really hard to i mean they're from oklahoma which okay, is like see. right right next door to us. Yeah. Um where we live. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and we've been to OKC ourselves mm-hmm. for some uh some basketball. Yeah, um which I think we mentioned. Game. I think we mentioned that already, but yeah. But yeah, no. This uh, this album kicks ass. Um and yeah. I think like I said kind of near the top, this was an honorable mention for me. Right. Um and I think it was mainly because I just hadn't spent enough time with it. Yeah. Um but I could easily see this make my top 20. Yeah. Like it's it's so good. Yeah, it definitely rewards repeat listens. 
the vocals and the lyrics on here just like really get under your skin and really find their way into your brain like in a way that not very many records have this year and yeah uh long live chat pile i'm very glad that these guys are are doing this because no one else is really doing it like they are right now we live in god's country boys god's country <laughs> it's the most american album of the year it is i i would have <laughs> to agree with that yes. even with all the albums that i have left to talk about i think that i think it sums that sums it up pretty well it is definitely the most american yes um i guess what where are we at now we're at seven. number seven mm-hmm. oh man we're getting to the wire Jeepers, um, creepers so i'm gonna have I, I hope i'm saying this band's name right but we're gonna go into some darker territory and it's actually a, a black metal band a black into death metal band okay um uh gyria yeah with mirage which i know that joey actually already talked about yes um but this album spoke a lot to me mm-hmm. hence why it's so high up on my list um it's a band in an album that I had never heard before. Um, and this is, I don't know if I mentioned uh, that this, this band's from Portugal, um, which is something that I've really like, I don't think I have much access to many bands from that area. Yeah. Like, Sinestro is the only band that I can think of that I'm like a huge fan of that doesn't really, I mean, they exist still, but they're an instrumental band now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really don't know much of this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best, I, I guess, artist that I could kind of compare them to is maybe Behemoth. Yeah. In a way, um, with the black and death metal um, aesthetic, but also, I mean, the way that the these guys uh, present themselves too um, is in that in this in a very theatrical way. Yeah, which I think is really, really interesting just based on some of the um, music videos and some of the, the live things that I've seen. But anyway, to talk about the music. Um, yeah, it's just it's just one of those albums that just it grabs you immediately when you're listening to it because it just kind of opens up kind of in a, in a soft way. And then it eventually just it just hits you like a freight train. Yeah. And um, I, I just love how accessible this black metal is right too yeah in a weird way it feels like if you're if somebody's like on the fence or you've never shown anyone black metal before you could show them this and you could be like oh yeah this is the this is a a version of this that would um be very catchy very something that would you know uh catch on for people i think i don't know what what would you say about that yeah um it definitely has it's not nearly as uh you know as like abrasive as what you would expect from black metal. It definitely it's, has like really this... aggressive still. Right, yeah. It's very aggressive, it's very emotional, but it also, you know, it just has like that epic feel to it. It has that sort of it has like moments that you could almost say are sort of reminiscent of like post metal even. Right. Yeah, um, that's what I would recommend. And yeah, I feel like so. yeah that sort of breathing room that they have in their songs, I feel like is something that could, you know, probably draw someone in that isn't really as big of a black metal person. Right. But yeah, yeah, I've already talked about this album, but yeah, I really love this one as well. Um, A band that I 
hadn't really heard much of either, even though they had, you know, a couple other records before this one. But yeah, it's a very impactful release. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see what this this band does in in the future. Yeah. Um, you know, they've they've been kind of consistent the last, I guess, four years of their of their uh, well, actually, I guess, six years since they've put out their first EP. Um, but yeah, no, it's just really cool to see something like this. And I really feel like they're really stepping out of their shell. And um, yeah, I'm very excited to see what, what happens in the future. But I recommend it to everybody. I mean, the, the reason this album is so high is because it's it's one that I think really is memorable and is one of those albums that you, you're you going to want to repeat it. You're going to want to listen to it over and over again. Yeah. And like that's one of the reasons why it's so high. So Yeah, for sure. We are Kadia. It's a mirage. Yeah. We might actually see these guys <clears throat> potentially. Because they're touring with uh, Rotting Christ and Carrick Ongren this spring. I am a fan. Yeah. So, yeah. Alrighty. We rate the number seven? Number seven. My number seven is the other Black and Thrash album that I had alluded to before. This one is just... This is definitely the kind of black metal that is sort of on the opposite end of the, uh, you know, the more epic Mm -hmm. side of things. This is definitely just like total manic, just crazy, insane, uh, evil, (laughs) black and thrash that I just cannot get enough of. It's also my pick for album cover of the year. I'm, of course, talking about Deva with Through Sheer Will and Black Magic. Black Magic. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this album cover before, but I'll show it to you. Live reaction, everyone. Oh, my sweet goodness. (laughs) That's some delicious artwork. Yeah, just, you know, it's got everything you want. Serpents. Skulls, mm. demons, you know. All the fun stuff that you would expect um, and more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I just fucking love this album, man. I don't, there's not really much else that really needs to be said. It's just, uh, it just has riffs for days. Uh, some of these songs are just like so fast and out of control that you can barely even comprehend them. <laughs> Um, a lot of the members of this band are in a band that I also love called Crip Sermon, which is a traditional doom band. But um, yeah, this is their debut full length after an EP that came out, uh, I believe, in like 2017, 2018. Could be wrong, but uh, yeah. Um, and this is, you know, exactly the kind of debut album that you would you would want. Um, it just makes a statement like these guys are here to just kick your ass and you're going to love every second of it. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's it for that one. I want to, I want to hear it. Yeah. It's a good one. That's one that you risk uh, a speeding ticket for. I want to get my ass beat. The quote, so glow. Yeah. 
Who gonna beat my ass? I'm gonna beat your ass. Deva, through sheer will and black magic. Will beat my ass. Yes. Yes. Um, I think, um, yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, Now we're to, I guess, the final one we're gonna talk about in this episode. Yeah, last pick for this episode, number six. All right, ending it on an experimental note. Um, one that actually is a is a band that you've already talked about, um, and I'm talking about Holy Fawn's Dimensional Bleed. Uh-huh. Yes, um, this band is it's a nice hodgepodge of a lot of things. It's, yeah, shoegaze is probably the best way I would describe them first, and then they have post rock and post metal tendencies. Yeah, um, to them, and uh, this is their second album, which uh, came after Death Spells, which I really love death mm-hmm. spells um and i i really really love this one too i think i like death spells more sure personally but a dimensional bleed just automatically like when i heard this was coming out i was already stoked um about it because like i said with the previous stuff um but yeah, i mean even hearing you know uh i think one of the first tracks i heard was death is a relief yeah. And uh, yeah, that that song really spoke to me. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm like, this is it's, it's like it starts off with this nice piano interlude um, that just kind of kicks it into full gear where the whole band comes in and just um, and you you hear these distorted vocals um, in the back of like these guitars that are coming in and some crashing, you know, cymbals and, and drums. And it's just it's one of those cacophonies of things where it just kind of it, it, it's it's almost like you're you're using a remote and you're and you're turning the volume up and then you're muting it yeah and you're turning the volume up and you're muting it yeah it's like this 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 nice um kind of play with with sound that this band is really really good at mm-hmm. um but they know how to do it at the right times yeah to where it really it really works yeah and um yeah I, I'm just super excited to see this band live someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just, you know, kind of see what they're, what they're capable of. Cause like I said, this is their second album, yeah. which is just insane to me. Um, but yeah, uh, the tracks on here are just, uh, uh, you know, amazing. There's only 10 tracks on here. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a band that, uh, you know, I'm just continuously impressed by kind of their, their black gaze, um, kind of tint. And I feel like they've getting, they get more intense, um <laughs> as they go along but also yeah. at the same time know how to to really get that balance in yeah for sure that um <clears throat> yeah it's something that they do extremely well because like they'll have songs mm-hmm. that are just like so beautiful sounding and just like really just like these gorgeous like sonic landscapes that they create and then all of a sudden in the same track they'll just go like heavy enough to sound like the earth is being swallowed by a black hole or something. Yeah. Um, they definitely nail the balance for sure. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's really fascinating band just because of how many different elements they have in the sound that they've kind of made their own and really grown into on this album. I like to see them with health or something. One oh day. yeah. That would be, that'd be a dope, a dope double feature. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. So yeah, Dimensional Bleed is my uh, my last album to talk about today. Number six, 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 six. It's Iron Maiden. Yeah, with the number of the beast. The number of the beast.
All right. My number six is one that was on your list previously. <laughs> and, uh, well, God darn it. I would say it's pretty much what I want in a, a current death metal album right now. It just delivers everything just exactly how I want it. And I'm talking about Faceless Burial at the Foothills of Deloration. Um, I've heard some sort of uh, disputes with the way that this record is produced because it is very raw and the mix is... Um, I don't, I'm not really like an audio uh expert or anything but like everything sounds even like the vocals the drums and the guitars they all sound they're like all at the same level in the mix Mm -hmm. which i happen to love personally but i know that's not everyone's thing they want the you know vocals to be more of a standout element but yeah um i love what this band does because they are able to be a band that i could definitely describe as a technical band just in terms of their songwriting but they're still just they give you exactly what you want from straightforward death metal because like they just have the crushing grooves uh you know they have the riffs they've got the nasty vocals like it's just all there and they deliver it in just like such a perfect package that i just am addicted to and uh I love the previous album, Speciation, as well. But I think they really stepped up here. And yeah, um, I just want these guys to continue just killing it because they certainly have been thus far. Oh, yeah. Um, As you know, it's on my list. So seconded. Yeah. So fantastic stuff. Yeah. Um, Fucking death metal, guys. Am I right? It's fucking death metal, guys. Listen to it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, this will end the first, or I guess, well, second part yeah. of our top 2022. Yes. Uh, sorry to leave you guys hanging here, <clears throat> but you understand. You, you have to. Yeah. There's no, uh, no other option. Unless you're listening to this like later on when we have all the episodes out. Oh yeah. Then you have a chance. You have a choice then. Hey, binge listen. How about that? Oh, <laughs> all right everybody we will see you next time when we crack the top five and we finally send 2022 packing get out of here we'll say and say get out of here but don't forget follow us on instagram and the the thing that we uh don't talk about sometimes (laughs) yeah the the tweeter um be sure to give us a follow over at scouring pod on instagram and on twitter where you can keep up to date on our new episodes when they drop and also, you know, seeing what other stuff that we're listening to. Um, I've been making a a little, I've been wanting to post more uh, collection haul posts. So if you'd like to see what records I've got in my collection and what new ones I add to it, definitely uh, check out our gram and yeah, keep in touch with us. Yeah. See you later, stinky animals. Get out of here. Just kidding. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.